Monroe blows out South Alabama. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, we'll talk about the South Alabama Monroe game here. Got a chance to see most of the second half, actually. Uh, the Cajuns and Arkansas State were postponed due to a power outage. We'll talk about that. Uh, App State with not quite as easy win. Sort of, we predicted that. And we'll look ahead to the, now we have a Sunday matchup. So we'll look ahead to the Saturday-Sunday Sunbelt Hoops previews. More goes into that power outage than you think, but. Or rescheduling, I should say. Not a whole lot goes into the power outage. It wasn't just the Cajun Dome. It was uh, a, a transformer blew up and uh, well, went out, I guess. <laughs> blow up. I think anybody was hurt. But uh was going to the game. And the, I crossed over to another main street. There's like four or five major arteries in this town. And my street was all lights. But then I crossed over. And you realize, where's the street lights? The restaurants, what's going on? Oh, power outage. Then you get to a light. That's okay. And then you get beyond that and, you know, the lights in Cajun Field uh, parking lot and the Cajun Dome were not working. We are wondering what's going on. So we'll get all, to all of that. Uh, but let's talk about ULM and South Alabama first. Before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. All right. So we've been saying, you know, throughout, and I, I thoroughly believe this, for whatever reason, winning on the road is hard. Confidence, sleeping in a hotel, you know, traveling in a bus. South Alabama came in winning three of their last four. Or, some, or had, one, two, had one, two of their last three, right? They had won a couple in a row, including beating Troy. They beat Troy. Troy hadn't lost in the Sun Belt. They beat Troy. They did lose to the Cajuns in their last ball game, uh, but they're better than you think. I will rephrase that. Better than I think. All right. And yet they have these blowout losses. I don't take the one to, you know, uh, Alabama. That's a different level play, but they lost to Mobile. The Nichols game was crazy. That's one of the crazier games we've seen uh, this season. Uh, they lost, They got blown out by JMU, but then they're beating Troy. And then tonight they got ULM. ULM was 0-6 before they went on the road, ironically enough, coincidentally, probably neither. And they beat ODU, who had just gotten a big win on Thursday last week. And for the most part tonight, South Alabama just did not show up. They lose Monroe beats South Alabama 80 to 66. Yes, I'm sure this had a lot to do with Monroe. All right. Willis scored 21. Former Jag Tyreek LeCure, who's been playing college basketball since about 2010, <laughs> 2010 uh, 15 points. Uh Bolden and uh Nagopat had I'm sure that's not how you say his name. I apologize. Uh 10 points and off the bench Wilson with 11. But the Jaguars did not show up. Samuel Tobby, who had like 18, 7, and 5 a couple of games ago, 
had four. Isaiah Gator, who was like the second leading scorer in the conference, three points. Thomas Howell did grab nine rebounds, but he, he did shoot a couple of three-pointers, but he was one of eight. Most of his shots are two feet away from the bucket. And he had two points. Turbo Jones showed up. He scored 18. Ormiston coming off a big ball game. He had 11. Off the Brent, off the bench, Brown and uh, Smurf Melender, uh, Melender, he, uh, they both had 10, both making two of five three-pointers. They went 12 for 36 because that was the way they were going to get back into it from three-point land. But this is what, again, I didn't see this part of the game. But they almost didn't score for half of the first half. How do you pull that neat trick off? They were actually up. They were trailing at half 41-29, and that would be South Alabama. So Monroe's got a 41-29 lead at halftime. But South Alabama jumped out to a 10-2 lead. They didn't score for five minutes. They, they scored at the 16-13 mark, and then they scored at the 11-13 mark. Then they went the final four-plus minutes without any points. How do you do that? You went more than nine minutes without scoring in the first half? I get droughts, but that's half. That's almost half of the half. <laughs> that's not good. That is not good. That That's a, to me, you know, and they got beat on the boards again, 50 to 39. If you don't have the size to get the rebounds, you can't do anything about it. They had the seven footer last year and Richie Raleigh kind of, Went after his players a little bit, saying we're just not tough enough to grab those rebounds. Uh, that's one thing. But they just didn't show up. Their best players, you know, to at least you know, the, the maybe their best player did not show up tonight. Tabe did not show up tonight. I, I can't explain that. And they didn't even shoot it all that much. Tabe was two of six. Gator one of five. Gator just had 25 points against the Cajuns. <laughs> just had 25 points against the Cajuns. And they're in single digits. That's a bad loss for South Alabama. It's one thing to lose the way they did. That's that's not showing up. All right. We'll give credit to ULM. That's for sure. All of a sudden, they've won two in a row. And uh, part of the deal tonight is we had to wait for that ball game. And we'll get into this a little bit longer, but uh, a little bit later, but they were playing and Arkansas state is slated to play ULM. Well, we had to, <laughs> you know, and if John Hartwell, our buddy from ULM is at the game, it's tough for him to have a conversation. No, you're not going to be able to hear. probably won't be able to hear his phone ring, right? You got to be able to get a hold of the AD. The AD is absolutely not putting the phone you know, the AD always is having the phone on. That's part of the job. Uh, but texting would be the easiest. So uh, they were able to get a hold of them. Uh, all right. Also uh, tonight, App State with a uh, 80. By the way, hold on a second. Let's do this. Uh, so ULM improves to two and six in the conference, six and 12 overall. Jaguars fall to three and five, 10 and 10 overall. Again, that's a really nice win for Monroe. That's a, just a bad loss for South Alabama. If you go up there and you lose 80 to 75 because Monroe made a couple more plays. And by the way, this game was not that close. That 80 to 66, not that close. South Alabama, I, I put that, you know, 
was watching something else, basically the LSU women's game. But if if South Alabama uh, probably hit a couple threes late, it was a 20-point game for most of the second half, what I saw. They, they cut it to maybe 15, 16 a couple of times, but it was really around the 20-point mark most of the game, uh, most of the second half from what I saw. Uh, all right, App State, meanwhile, they take down uh, Georgia Southern. Uh, 84-74. Again, this was one of those games, a lot of point, big point spread, 16 and a half. Just wasn't feeling it. Wouldn't have been surprised either way. Uh, Georgia Southern does a good job of covering. Uh, App State, about halfway through the second half, took control with a 10-point advantage throughout. Uh, More for Georgia Southern. He led all scorers with uh, 28 points. Uh, Brown had 12 points and seven rebounds for Georgia Southern. Four of the five starters were in double figures for App State, Harkham had 23. Uh, he had Spillers with 13. Gregory had 12, and Absent had 11. The big ball game is coming up for App State. That's going to be on Saturday, nationally televised against JMU. Uh, they improved to 7 and 1, 16 and 4 overall. Remember, they got that win over Auburn. That's that's a nice, nice feather in their cap, so to speak. And Georgia Southern drops to four and 16 overall, four and four in uh, the conference. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about this power outage. And again, more goes into it, more goes in, into the decision and much more consideration when you have to make a decision like this. We'll talk about it when we come back. Let me tell you about game time. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time has deals on the tickets right up to the start of the event. Even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find last-minute deals. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And with zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for big time saving. And with a game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Right now, all game time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code Vegas 100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, let's talk about this power outage that uh, postponed the Cajuns and Arkansas State. I kind of was hoping that Texas State would get a quarterback since we've been talking about them, and that would be the topic of discussion. But again, uh, on the way to the game, notice that the street lamps were out, and uh, there's some fast food restaurants on the way to the Cajun Dome from the direction I come from, and those were out. Parking lot at, at Cajun Field was out, and same for the Cajun Dome. But you could see sort of lights at the Cajun Dome. And so 
You par- I parked, got in there, watched, saw the TV guys, the you know little TV trucks that they have for the for the streaming. Uh, there was no lights there. Walked in, and there were no there were emergency lights. I guess you couldn't play a basketball game, and so went up to my seat, came back down, and this is the seven thirty right. So we're looking at a 10, 15 minute delay already. I actually introduced myself to Brian Hodgson. I had met him before, but uh, we'll try to get him on the podcast. That that may be a go. And uh, all of a sudden, they're talking about postponing it. And this is about quarter of I, I quarter of eight. Well, that's fast. So many of you probably don't know. I did minor league baseball, and they waited forever. There's a lot more games. There's usually not a day in between. So they try to they try to get all those games in. They wait and wait and wait. Now sometimes you, you can't wait, you make a decision, you get a night off. I will say, because it was a transformer somewhere near campus. I was told campus, the Cajun Dome isn't on campus. It's not that far away from campus, but it's not actually on campus. But as I mentioned, coming down one of the main arteries, Congress have that uh, the lights were out, but I guess a transformer had gone down and they decided look, we'll get this fixed, but it's not going to be in the next hour or so. All right. So they made, that was the best part of the decision is like, we're moving on. Okay. Having said that, so it's not only the Cajuns and Arkansas State. Well, when are you going to play? You're going to play Friday at seven, play Friday at five, you know, noon. Well, you know, the fans want to come. Can't really do that to the fans. So you can't play much earlier than six o'clock. If the fans want to come, right? You can't have a noon game on a on a work day. No one, no one's going to be there. You know, Brian Hodgson joked that's okay with him, but you know, not really fair to the Cajuns. And he was joking, right? Uh, and then, then you got to you got to deal with the other teams. Texas State lost to Troy. They're in New Orleans. That was on Wednesday, so they're very well aware. But South Alabama was playing ULM. That's where Arkansas State is going. Monroe, they they were waiting to make a decision until after the game. This is this is ten thirty uh, after ten thirty on uh, on Thursday. I still don't have an exact time for uh, the game yet on on Friday, and. Uh, so Texas State's coming in on on Saturday, supposed to play the Cajuns. That game's going to be moved till Sunday. It's on their way home anyway. And uh, Arkansas State, again, is going to Monroe, and this is on their way home, right, if they're busted. Uh, and then you got to worry about the officials. This official was staying in Baton Rouge because he was going to do the game uh, on Thursday night and then get to Baton Rouge and then make his way to Starkville. He's got Mississippi State on a 2.30 on a Saturday. Oh, again, if that was me, I probably, you know, if the game starts at 6, you're on the road by 8.30, you could go to Baton Rouge for the night again. Maybe all the way to Hammond or Mobile. You could get to Mobile. Oh, that's further. That's too far. <laughs> you know, you go to Hammond, uh, I don't, know how you, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is that where you'd, you'd go north to, to get to Starkville? Or maybe Biloxi? You could go that far. Uh, that's about, Biloxi would be three hours. That's not bad. And then you'd have whatever time you need left to, to get to uh, 
to get to Starkville. So there are a different, there's a lot going on. You know, it's not just the Cajuns in Arkansas State. It's the Cajuns in Arkansas State. It's ULM. It's Texas State. It's the officials. The conference has to be notified. Also, by the way, the power has to come back on. Now, you would think it would be coming back on sometime. It may take until morning to get it back on. I don't, I don't know how long those things take to, to get back online. Hopefully, everybody is is safe. The weather is not as bad as it had been a week or so ago. Uh, so it's not freezing. A little wet, but it's in the 60s. Uh, so we shall see uh, what happens with this one. Uh, it is, again, the start of a big stretch for the Cajuns. They've won three in a row, all on the road. Their first win was against Arkansas State. Uh, Brian Hodgins came out and said he was not happy with the energy that they had against the Cajuns. So uh, we'll see what happens. As sometimes you can feed off the fans, and if there aren't quite as many fans, that's not quite as easy to do. Uh, it's a it's a big stretch for the Cajuns. They're not in line to take control of the Sun Belt, but boy, they could be right up there with the JMUs, the Southern Misses, and the App States if they re- reel off five in a row. The Bowling Green game and the MAC game doesn't really matter because, again, this is not helping anybody's net that much to get in uh, to the NCAA tournament. But, I mean, they could reel off six games in a row, but it starts with the game later on tonight, and we'll be there to cover it. Okay, let's take a timeout. Let's uh, let's check out the action coming up on Saturday and then Sunday and much better ball games this weekend that were on Wednesday and Thursday, right? Not There wasn't one matchup on Wednesday or Thursday that featured two teams with overall winning records, a couple of them, including the Cajuns and A-State, had a, a conference uh, winning records, but it wasn't any great, uh, not great matchups uh, at all for uh, for the Sun Belt Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, let me tell you, uh, when we come back, we'll look at the Saturday and Sunday action. And of course, you got the App State and JMU ball game. JMU looking for a little revenge in lovely Boone, North Carolina. Let me tell you a little bit about FanDuel. The NFL regular season has wrapped up, but there's still plenty of time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sun Belt, your team every day. Excuse me. As I mentioned, much better matchups on Saturday than there were on this week. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday junket. You do have Troy and South Alabama, which looked like it could be a better ball game. Remember, this was this was played a week ago. Uh, was it Wednesday or Thursday? Right, they played last week, and it was a big ball game. And South Alabama had had come away with it on the 18th. Yeah, we could go Thursday. Uh, they beat them 74-71, and this kind of looked like a good ball game 
for, you know, Troy to get uh, a, a revenge and South Alabama for a potential sweep, but not now. <laughs> Troy, uh, they got a nice win over Texas State. They're six and two in the Sun Belt. They're 12 and eight overall. South Alabama going to be licking their wounds. You know, Troy has to be careful of that. Uh, I would presume this game is going to be a seven, eight point spread. That's a lot in a rivalry game. That's the only problem. That's a lot in a rivalry game. If South Alabama had won, the spread would probably be four or five. We don't have the spreads just yet. All right. Troy uh, taking on South Alabama, four o'clock central time on Saturday. Coastal Carolina taking on Georgia State. Uh, Georgia State all of a sudden has lost three in a row. They're four and four in the Sun Belt, nine and 10 overall. Coastal Carolina, five and 14, two and six in the Sun Belt. That ball game is at 1 p.m. I mean, you know, Coastal Carolina's at home. They want to get another win. That's a good one to get it. And let's see if Georgia State can uh, even up their uh, overall record with a win on uh, the road. As we mentioned, Monroe will be hosting Arkansas State. I presume that's going to be on Sunday. I don't have a time for that yet. It hasn't been announced. Monroe 2-6 and six, uh, overall in the Sun Belt. Uh, just getting their second win against uh, South Alabama. Uh, six and twelve overall. Arkansas State still has to play the Cajuns. They're four and three in on the Sun Belt. Again, that will be in Monroe on Sunday. Uh, Marshall hosting Southern Miss. This is a good ball game. Southern Miss six and two. They're right there towards the top of the Sun Belt. Marshall uh, had lost a couple in a row. They're five and three though now. Ten and eleven overall. They're expecting Charles Huff, the football coach, uh, pleaded. We're going to have a bunch of recruits. We need we need a big crowd at uh, Cam Henderson Center uh, in Huntington to, to show our recruits uh, what it's like to uh, play for the Thundering Herd. So we kind of like uh, seeing that. And we'll see if uh, Curbelo or Hart are playing for Southern Miss. They certainly haven't missed them. I don't think they've lost since either one of them have been out. The big ball game on Saturday in the Sun Belt uh, is 5 p.m. Central Time, App State, or actually, yeah, 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, App State taking on JMU. App State 16 and 4, 7 and 1 in the Sun Belt. James Madison 18 and 2, 6 and 2 in the Sun Belt. App State's already beaten JMU. Uh, and App State already is, was quad one. I don't know what happens. And they were 72 or 73. Who knows what happens? I'm gonna to wait till tomorrow, I guess, to, to or later on to find out when. Uh, find out on Friday. You know, when you play Georgia Southern, that's not gonna that's not gonna help the NET. <laughs> that's not gonna help your net rankings at all. No, uh, this should be a great basketball game. App State beat James Madison in Harrisonburg. You know the Dukes are looking to return the favor. Um, James Madison had an easy win over ODU. On Wednesday, uh, looking forward to uh, watching that ball game. Uh, now that I don't have to worry about a Cajuns game <laughs> later on in the day, Old Dominion coming off a loss to uh, ULM. They're going to be taking on Georgia Southern coming off that loss against App State. Uh, that is in Norfolk, and uh, and Old Dominion one and seven, five and fifteen overall. Georgia Southern four and sixteen overall, four and four in the Sun Belt. And Texas State, who lost to Troy, as we mentioned earlier. They're taking on the Cajuns. Could preview that a little bit, but we don't, you know, we'll see. Can't really do that. We'll have a little bit of a recap of the Cajuns ball game. It'll be one of those minute recaps. I'll, I'll get that out quickly on Friday evening um, following the game. Probably not having a whole episode on just the one basketball game. Unless, of course, 
Texas State gets a quarterback. <laughs> and you see my guy, Kev uh, Jardella, responded to me, uh, you know, tongue-in-cheek, I need a quarterback. Did Texas State have a quarterback so I can have a topic to discuss? And he goes, no, but a bunch of the coaches had started following Jordan McLeod. No kidding. As uh, to quote the great philosopher Ace Ventura, really interesting. So we'll keep uh, uh, an eye on that. Anyways, the Cajuns, you know, again, can't. I can look ahead, but the Cajuns, it's not until Sunday. Uh, they're not taking on Texas State. Um, so we'll have a recap of the Arkansas State game. Uh, Louisiana taking on Texas State on Sunday. Again, that should be a win for the Cajuns. But, I mean, you just you just never know, I guess. That's why they play other games. You can't take it for granted. I don't, I don't, I don't want that to be what I'm saying. But they will be. The Cajuns will be favored in each and every one of these basketball games. Uh, having presuming that they win them all, if they beat Arkansas State, they'll be favored against Texas State. Then they'll be favored, I think, at ULM. Um, they do get Georgia State and South Alabama towards the end of that. Maybe South Alabama, Georgia State in that order, but uh, they'll still be favored. Uh, and if their record improves, they'll be towards the top of uh, the Sunday. All right. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at SchultzyCast. We'll have a running uh, live tweet if you will, live tweeting of the Cajuns and Arkansas State. They were talking about 6 p.m., so we'll probably uh, call it like that because I think that was for the officials. And it's not even so much for Arkansas State because they're not going to play on Sunday in Monroe now. So uh, they were looking at 6 p.m. on Friday. We'll find out and and confirm that. We'll, we'll tweet it out. Uh, later on. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Have a great week. We'll recap uh, all the action heading to Mobile for the Senior Bowl. We're going to be there for at least two nights. We'll see about three. Uh, we'll see if we can get some uh, some of the players that are at the Senior Bowl. We can talk to them and, and see how they're doing and uh, what this experience is going to be like. Uh, and we could have a couple of other interviews for football coaches that we're working on. Uh, that would be a big help if we can have that during Senior Bowl week. Uh, all right. Uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great weekend. We will uh, we'll still be here on Monday. Monday's episode will still be here, but by Tuesday, we will be in Mobile. So the Tuesday episode will be in Mobile. All right. Again, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and you've been watching and listening to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team, every day.